The information contained on this platform represents the opinion of the host and shall not be understood, construed as or a substitute for medical or health advice. Please see a health professional who is aware of the facts and circumstances of your individual situation. It's the Black Health 365 podcast, and we are here to make sure you look good on the outside and even better on the inside. After all, looking good, feeling good, and living a healthy lifestyle 365 days of the year should be a daily choice. Here at the Black Health 365 podcast, we will address the healthcare disparities within the Black community with trusted voices and information to empower a healthy lifestyle. Ain't that right, Britt? I'm talking about mind, body, and soul. What's good, 365ers? My name is Britt Daniels, your fit life coach, yogi, entrepreneur, your co-host of the Black Health 365, and it is our mission to be champions of truth and change by providing y'all with personalized healthcare information and resources from trusted professionals. We are here to empower the Black community to make healthier choices all year long, and I'm excited to get into this conversation with my beautiful co-host. Hi, Brad. Hey, 365ers, Jackie Page, um, personal trainer, and as you can see, <laughs> radio personality. I am decided to switch things up this week. I'm sitting in um, the radio studio. I, I just like wrapped up with my show. So I'm like, you know what? We'll just sit here and, you know, do a quick and not a, let's not call this a quick check in, but do like a check in check in because I feel like it's been a minute since, you know, me and Britt have just like sat down. We've checked in with each other. We checked in with you. And that's what we want to do. You know, we're in the middle of third quarter. Are we? We're not in the middle of third quarter. Third quarter just kicked off, right? Q3, Q3. So we're in, you know, we're in Q3. I feel like every quarter we do a nice little check-in. We ain't done one yet. So I feel like it's time for us to get into, you know, a little check-in, see how everybody's doing. So, yeah. Before we get into it, Jack, I just want to say that I think both of our backgrounds symbolize us. Uh, You with the radio background, me with the bamboo behind me. Um, I think it's cute. It's, it's very fitting. <laughs> I do like the bamboo. I kind of wish I had some bamboo, you know, behind me, but they will not let me. That bamboo, one, would die in the studio. And then two, I'm sure engineering would be like, girl. So. Likewise, I am not a plant daddy. This is definitely Fox bamboo. This is not real. Um, but, you Are know, you we're we going to talk about aesthetics. Uh, getting into the chicken. <laughs> Don't try to skip over that. Wait a minute. That's not a real bamboo tree. I am not a plant daddy. Don't let me. Don't let this confuse you. Don't let this confuse you. Um, I, got Brent, I feel like at some point in time on social media, I've seen you with the plant. It wasn't me. It wasn't mine. <laughs> I could have been plant sitting. Maybe that's what I saw, but I'm like, that's a fake plant. It's a fake plant. I know plant. We're going to talk about today with the check-in about all the modalities of healing and self-care and mindfulness and all my friends who are farmers and have their plants. I'm like, yeah, that sounds cool. <laughs> but it couldn't, have, be, couldn't be me. I, I got a one or two. I have a few. Okay. One you of them. Them? One of them is being temperamental, but uh, okay. I have a few plants. I'm I'm not going to consider myself. Well, I guess I have plants. I'm a plant mom, but I don't have a green thumb. I feel like it's like, what is a mix of green and brown? Right. Um, so <laughs> that's where my uh, <laughs> that's where my uh, plant thumb is. But 
Uh, yeah, 360 Powers, we're checking in with each other. Um, so, Britt, let's go ahead and start this thing off. Well, hold on. Before we, I just feel like I wanted to do this today. <laughs> Before we get into today's conversation, we got to set the tone. Do you have a Dharma talk for the girls today? I think I do. I think I do got a, a Dharma talk for the 365ers. And this one is really sitting home with me right now. And it's going to be an extension of the whole conversation, at least what's going on in my life. And um, it's been a lot of... Of, of opportunities coming my way in my businesses and my personal life and everything. And in that process, there's ups and downs due to the energetic flows, there's cycles due to the energetic flows. Um, but when those, those cycles are having those low moments, there's one word that I've been reflecting on a lot lately, and that word is abundance. Today's Dharma talk, again, Dharma talks are coming from the Eastern tradition of basically a small sermon to set the tone. Um, Abundance is the term for me that's that's really helping me shape and, and, and my framework of mind as I approach um, a season of intensity. Uh, 365 hours, maybe some of you know, earlier this year, I took a spiritual sabbatical in Japan, which was a very peaceful time. And when I came back, I felt overwhelmed and I fell into a, a bit of a depression, self-aware around that as well, because I felt so overwhelmed. Um, and now I feel like I have the balance. I, I'm, I'm doing everything that's necessary in terms of the maintenance work, waking up early every day, getting my sleep, drinking my water, working out, trying to uh, do things that make me feel my most authentic self and um, in, in a community. Um, but sometimes you can get disillusioned. Many times in life, we can get disillusioned and we aren't grateful for the things that are already ever present. If you woke up today with both eyes, 10 toes, 10 fingers, you can make a decision to get out of bed, walk down the street, make a choice. You're living in abundance. And even if some of that is limited, maybe you have some type of handicap, respectfully, you still can have some form of abundance. There's light outside. You can make choices. Uh, and, you know, some people don't have, you know, the same amount of it, but abundance is truly all around us. And when we step, take a step back and look at the bigger picture, you know, I use this quote every now and then. It's a Zen quote. If you get too preoccupied with a leaf, you won't see the tree. Too preoccupied with the tree, you won't see the forest. So step back and see the bigger picture and recognize that everything is already there for you and everything is there to serve you with the correct perception. And we can make it mechanistic with the right perception. There's a calming effect that comes over the brain, the prefrontal cortex, oxytocin comes in, serotonin comes in. So, you know, when you go to therapy, this is what's really happening, right? You, you through mechanistically understanding your behaviors and the environment around you, you shift your perspective. And in that shifting of perspective, abundance happens. So that's where I'm at, Jackie. Okay, right. <laughs> okay. I don't think the 365ers was ready, but we will so take it because, honey, that is so needed. I think, like you said, um, oh, you talk about busy, baby. I've seen it. <laughs> uh, both busy of us, Jackie. <laughs> But it's all, you know, talk, mm -hmm. talking about perspective, like I've been super busy, I've been tired, but and, and, and all great things. Like I could sit here and complain about how busy I am and how tired I am, or I could be, you know, thankful. Like these are things that I used to pray for instead of being focused on that leaf. Like look at the bigger picture. Yeah, I'm tired. But what's the bigger picture? The bigger picture is, is where I'm at right now are the things that I used to hope and I pray for and I'm here. So we need to find that collection plate and pass it. You know, Jack, last time we spoke, we had like a somewhat of a check in. I remember you were on a particular journey with your body. I'm interested in like where you're going with that. 
Okay, so we have finally, and I say we, and my we, me is in me and my trainer. So, you know, I'm a trainer who has a trainer. And that's something that I actually picked up uh, through the Black Health 365 podcast, because before this, you couldn't tell me that I needed to be, or I needed somebody to hold me accountable. And I did because I was trying to gain weight. So um, I have gained weight, <laughs> both muscle weight and some fat. And 365ers, when you were trying to gain muscle, when you were trying to bodybuild, gaining fat does come along in that process. Um, it is kind of inevitable. Um, so we are at the part now where we are trying to, uh, so this whole process, you know, we've talked about it a number of times. It's been very eye opening, but being back on the end of having to lose the weight, but losing the weight the right way has been very, it's been a challenge because I, um, and Britain, you know, co-sign on this when you're trying to drop fat, not, you know, the muscle it's a slow grind and I'm not necessarily used to the slow grind. I'm used to this. I can get two or more pounds off a week. Um, so for it to be like, Oh no, like a pound and a half to a pound a week. I'm like, bruh, are you serious? Um, so yeah, that's, that's where I'm at in my, um, you know, in my fitness journey right now is, um, doing this weight loss thing again, but just doing it from a different, uh, from a different path, a path that I've never taken anymore. Um, yeah, it's the, the, the last two weeks have been a challenge and I'm just like, can I just like lose this weight? Like, I, I, can I just go ahead and drop the two pounds a week? But then I don't want to like sacrifice all the work that I've put in to gain the, you know, the little bit of what, and that's this crazy thing. I don't want to be like, oh, the little bit of uh, muscle that I have gained, but I don't want to sacrifice, you know, the muscle that I have gained. So. Right. Yeah. I, I can imagine that's, that's a really frustrating process. Um, especially you're saying from experience, you could do it much faster. And do you attribute that to age? Do you attribute that to a smarter, a more effective and sustainable program working with a coach as a coach? Um, so, yeah. One of the conversations that me and my trainer have on a regular basis is because I am a trainer, I know how to play the game and I know how to play the game very well. So because I know how to play this weight loss game, because I've done it before, because I've done it for other people, I know how to do this. Um, and that's the struggle with me is I'm used to a different method um, of losing weight. And my method of losing weight has always been, you know, just losing the fat and not really worrying about the muscle. It's, you know, just getting, because most women um, or most of the clients that I work with, they're not really concerned about, you know, losing muscle. They literally, we, 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 we want to keep as much as we possibly can, but they're like, Hey, I'm 50 pounds overweight. I'm trying to drop down 50 pounds. So I know how to help you lose weight effectively and, and quickly. Um, in the right way so not being able to do that and get that weight off quickly and having to just like go slow at this i'm just i don't i don't, I don't like this at all because he um you know we've been counting macros and counting calories and he dropped my calories down three like i'm down 300 calories and i'm just like you want to drop me down no more <laughs> like we want to drop this down like five six hundred he's like no jackie you don't want to lose the muscle mass and i'm like bruh <laughs> I have so many questions and I feel like some of these questions may be unnecessarily technical coming from another trainer uh, for the 365ers ears, you know, in terms of your training program, how much work you're doing right now, the sleep, 
balancing all of those things. You know, this conversation makes me think of an article that I saw recently about um, this this weight loss pill. Did you read about that? So I actually I saw that it was CNN. Um, it was an article that more people was saying that more people would prefer to take a weight loss pill or people are interested in taking a weight loss pill to pretty much lose weight. Um, and I'm at the point now where I'm just like, I ain't gonna hold you. But you know, I'm interested how, you know, it's, it's different. I'm always cautious of those things in general. Me just being a holistic dude, me being a person that believes that, you know, through discipline, you can, you can, you can do what you want to do. But I also recognize that, you know, certain people have different body types. Hormones are definitely a huge factor for certain people. But yeah, I'm just not, I'm not a pill taker in most cases, right? A pharmaceutical pill taker. And it's like, with this pill, is it causing thermogenesis where people are just burning their metabolism speeds up? Does it restrict your urge to want to eat, affecting your dopamine receptors? Like, what, how does this pill affect people? Because I do want to say I have a client who's taking it. And I think that's a really good question that I think we all have to look at when we start talking about, you know, taking weight loss pills is how is it helping you do this and how is it helping you do it so fast? Um, I know as a trainer, the, you know, the right, and I'm not going to say the right amount, but a healthy amount of weight to lose a week is, you know, one to two pounds, anything more is like getting to be super extreme. Um, so to your point, you know, I, I'm very interested to hear because I am I know people, too, who have taken this pill and are taking these, you know, pills and they have lost weight in a very quick amount of time. And it's one of those type of situations where it's just like, uh, I don't necessarily know if that's like the healthiest thing in the world for you to be doing. And so, yeah, to get into the science of it, what, what, one pound is 3,500 calories, all right? Calories are a unit of measure of energy, right? Uh, most people are eating around 1,800 to 3,500 calories a day, depending on what they're trying to cut, they're trying to gain weight. Um, so for people to be losing like five pounds or more a week, it just seems, it's, it's, it's concerning to hear, um, especially if it's, it's, if it's fat. Now I'm just interested, again, is, is, is that an increase in metabolism? It's, it's not water weight. I personally don't know. I have a client who's been taking that pill particularly. And, um, you know, she's been taking the pill. And from, from what she's told me, it restricts her urge to want to eat. But at the same time, when she does eat, she's not eating healthy. She's drinking. She's not sleeping well. She doesn't work out. And she's frustrated because she hasn't lost weight. Um, so that's my fear with these type of things. When you have these miracle drugs and people think the miracle drug will solve all the problems, uh, blanket statement across all types of bodies. And it's just, it's just not the case. Um, I say all that to say, um, I wish you the best on the journey. And I think as we just talked about in terms of taking a step back to see the bigger picture, that's a constant practice that you would have to work on um, as in this journey, as I'm sure your trainer has probably communicated that with you. It could be frustrating. Yeah, and I mean, it's something that I know as a trainer. I, you know, I express that to my clients all the time is, you know, it's a process, it's a journey. Like you're not gonna, it's not gonna happen overnight. You know, you didn't gain weight overnight. So it's not gonna be an overnight process to to lose it. So it's it's just one of those type of situations where, you know, I've been preaching to the choir and now the choir's having to preach to me. And I'm actually have to, I'm having to swallow my words. Um so, you know, a lot of like swallowing words over here in this process. Um, well, so, yeah. I, I love how we started with the body. And I think that might be a great way for this check in to go. Let's start with the body. 
then maybe let's go into uh, career and end on the mental. Uh, so for me, um, when I first got back from Japan uh, a couple months ago, I had gained like 30 pounds. I was like in my thick season. I was feeling like young Jesus from the early 2000s with my bald head. Uh, had my southern twang real strong. And at first I was owning it. And then I started looking in the mirror like, dang, I should not have bought all these smalls in these shirts because none of these clothes fit. And I'd say you want buying smalls in your shirts as a man, it'll keep you tight. It'll keep your game tight in terms of like uh, focusing on your body. Um, and so I got a little, a little down on myself about how I felt. But after a couple months, I really tightened up. Um, I was wearing like these big oversized T-shirts for a while. So I didn't have to stress about maybe shirts not fitting too well. So I kind of changed my wardrobe up a little bit. But right now I'm in a good place. There's still a little bit more room for um, improvement in terms of how much weight I want to lose. But honestly, Jackie, I'm in a place gratefully because I used to think very similar to you, but I needed it to happen super fast. But I'm like, it's happening. Uh, as long as I get into the gym and I stay consistent, I'm doing all the things that are making it happen and it's slowly happening. So I'm grateful to say I have that mindset. And I, I have that mindset because I'm doing so many other things. I'm not trying to be over preoccupied with that physical component. Um, so, um, and you know, one thing that has brought me a lot of joy in terms of my, you know, I've gone through so many seasons of how I train, whether it was just doing a lot of cardio and then transitioning to bodybuilding. And now I'm in a state where I'm trying to focus on my heart conditioning and I'm doing boxing. What I love about boxing is like a technical sport. So it's, and it's a lot of mental that goes into it. So right now I'm not really, I'm, I'm, I want to lose weight and I want to lose fat by that. I mean, fat, but uh, with the boxing and, and my yoga practice, I just want to get more functional with my movement patterns. And that's been very beneficial for me, both um, feeling like I'm progressing and not getting overwhelmed. And I'm doing things that are going to make me lose fat because I'm doing so much cardio and strength building. But just the, the pattern recognition and, and, and building, is it's, it's been fun for me, at least. How many, how many times out of the week are you training now? Yeah, so my program for boxing, because I'm still trying to, I'm doing body recomp and by body recomp, see, this might get a little technical with the 365ers, but uh, I'm trying to maintain muscle and lose fat. And All so, at the same time. <laughs> it is the hardest thing in the world. Right, right, right. So you got to be very disciplined, right? And so I lift probably, when I say lift, I lift weights, resistance training uh, four to five times a week, one hour of that, right? To keep my to keep myself uh, my muscle on, I'm probably eating around uh, 200 grams of protein. All right, and outside of that, I'm doing boxing maybe two days a week. So I might lift early in the morning and do boxing in the evening, um, and then I can get my at least 10,000 steps in a day because I just do so much. I'm a big stepper. I'll be walking all over the city. So um, I would say four or five days a week. Okay. Um, where am I at now? I train, <laughs> depending on the week, most weeks is usually five times a week. So I have my two Zumba classes, one hit class, and then I am lifting. No, I take that back. Then it's six days out of the week, two Zumba, one hit. I do two leg days and then one upper body day. So, oh my gosh, I just realized I'm training six days out of the week. Um, yeah, at one point in time, I was at five. Now I'm at six. Um, and some days your body gonna let you know, girl, sit your, yeah, sit down. <laughs> your body gonna let you know, this ain't it. <laughs> and that's why I feel like my body is a lot of days or where my body has been this week. It's been a lot of like, girl, you need to sit down. Um, but when we're talking about weight loss, you know, activity is important in that. So the sitting down is something, cause I'm trying to be 
really, really, I'm not going to say strict, but I'm trying to really, really focus on, you know, making sure I get my my steps in, making sure that I'm hitting the activity so that the weight is going. Because here's the thing. I have probably gained maybe eight, maybe eight pounds um, between the muscle and the fat. And this is, it's, you, I can feel it. Um, and I want to get back to a leaner me because that's what I'm just used to. So I'm really like, okay, I got to stick to it. So my body right now is like, girl, you need to sit down. And usually again, talking about eating her words, that is one thing that in all the classes that I teach, I say, listen to your body, do what works best for you and your body. And I'm not even listening to my own words because again, I'm like, I got goals and I got to hit them. (laughs) I know the feeling all too well. Um, you know, we're talking about activity. I think it's a good transition just to talk about how active we have both been in the community doing things, a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie, so. What's going on with your life? You, you I mean, I, I'm so sad you moved <laughs> from DC. Um, I see you got that, you know, the big poster behind you. What's going on with you, Jackie? So, yeah, 365ers, um, if you don't know, um, I. I'm on the radio uh, here in Atlanta, Magic 107.5, 97.5, the real sound of Atlanta. Quick plug. Um, Monday through Friday, 10 to 3, and then Saturdays, 3 to 7. And um, Atlanta is booming. You hear me? Atlanta is booming. I feel like I have something to do here in the city at least a few times out of the week. Um, I did the Fall Back in Love comedy and music jam over the weekend. Um I'm let's see what else I've done. Uh, we have a thing called Magic After Dark, which is an intimate like uh, session with an artist. So I've done that. I've been to a, a number of like parties, um, a number of dinners, a number of brunches. I've had my baddie brunch uh, with Kim, which was, you know, amazing. And Kim. So the uh, the R&B singer, Kim. Uh, Kim, stop la. I feel like every time I see, I love it. I love the vocals. Um, I feel like every time I see you, you're with these big celebrities, these high influential people. And obviously you've done this before in your own work, um, you know, up here in DC and, you know, back in your hometown, but it seems like it's really, like you said, Atlanta is just popping right now. And you're in all these spaces and navigating with all these people. Atlanta is a different beast. Um, It's a great beast, especially when it comes to like the entertainment industry. Um, But it is a different beast. Like everybody who is somebody, they they're showing their face here in Atlanta. Like they they come by the radio station. They're having events. Um, I did an event with um, or I went to Usher's. New New Look Foundation. They had like a cocktail hour for um, the partners. So we went to I, I, I did that. And a lot of the artists live like a lot of the artists and entertainers, they live here. So it's very easy for them to do something. But yeah, there's because there's so many artists and so many entertainers here. There's always something. Always. I saw this hilarious, uh, hilarious TikTok where they said, um, don't nobody in Atlanta got regular jobs. Everybody always out all times of the day because no one has a nine to five. I mean, yeah, I mean, I fully like I don't think I have a to me. My job is normal, but to other people, it's not, Um, you know, I, I just yeah, I, I'm convinced that people don't have real jobs here because <laughs> it is way too much happening. And I don't understand how all these people are always there are a lot of things that people do that I don't do. Um, I, I don't understand how they're able to do all that because I'm just like, there's no way y'all get maybe two or three events. And the fact that I'm saying this, like you get two or three events out of me a week, like 
What? I wanted to know why some people who get COVID-19 get it so bad. I found out it may be because they have a high risk factor, such as heart disease, diabetes, being overweight, smoking, and asthma. Even if symptoms feel mild, these factors can increase your risk of COVID-19 turning severe. So if you're at high risk and test positive, there are things you can do, like asking your healthcare provider if an authorized oral treatment is right for you. Learn about an option at treatcovid19.com. This message is sponsored by Pfizer. I remember being both depressed and also excited for you when you made the move from Washington, D.C. to Atlanta. And, you know, I, I think a big consideration was that this would be so great for your career. And clearly it has. Uh, and so many opportunities have been coming your way. Um, and, you know, sometimes people don't like to talk about too much what's in the pipe works or what they got planned. But Jackie, do you feel like you are walking in your light right now? This is where you need to be. And there is still more room for growth. Do you feel like, dang, I want to maybe take some transitions with the connections I've made? Maybe some things you can't say that you don't want to say. <laughs> but yeah, how do you feel about this, this space that you're in right now? So in this space that I'm in right now, um, I'm 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 happy. I'm good. I'm tired because it is a lot of, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a lot happening here. But I think one of the things that I spend a lot of time doing, especially in this this journey of mine, is I, I was pushing to get here. So I think about some of the markets that I were in prior to me coming to Atlanta. So like I was in New Bern, I was in Richmond, Virginia, I was in DC. Um, I didn't really get an opportunity to sit and actually enjoy those moments because it was, I gotta go hard, I gotta work, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. I didn't get a, a second to sit and say like, okay, sit where you are and enjoy this moment and enjoy the career that you have. Um, and looking back on that, some of that stuff, kind of, some of that kind of weighs on me because I feel like, you know, as you're going through life, you need to take a second to just, you know, smell the flowers and, 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 and recognize how far you've come. And I, over the last few years, just haven't had the opportunity and didn't think to do that. So being here in Atlanta, um, I have finally gotten to the point where I'm just like, you know what, you're in a good spot stop and smell the flowers enjoy it like atlanta is a great market to be in just breathe stretch and shake so um i'm stopping right now and i'm smelling my flowers had you asked me this about a year ago when i was in dc i would have been like oh yeah i'm trying to move and do this and trying to get this together yada 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 blah 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 um, you know, I'm trying to pivot here and pivot there but that's not necessarily where i'm at right now at some point in time i'm sure I will get back to the point where, you know, I'm like, oh, well, let's see if we can. I have no plans on leaving Atlanta. Um, but, you know, let's see, because you know, film is huge down here, you know, trying to see if I can make a small pivot to TV or film at some point in time. But as of right now, I'm just stopping to smell these flowers because I have not done that. I love that so much for you, Jackie. Um, stopping to smell the flowers, celebrating yourself. That's actually something um, I was going to talk about and something I've been struggling with as a man. And that's probably a larger, deeper philosophical conversation. Um, I'm happy that you're celebrating yourself while in a still at the same time, putting in the work. I call it walking in abundance. Right. And being present at the same time. That's 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 really dope. Um, Brent, what about you? Because it looks like you out here moving and shaking. Yeah, the city got me working. I'm in Washington, D.C., uh, where you left me. But, um, you know, blessings, <laughs> blessings have definitely been coming my way. So for 365ers who, you know, you know, we do the, the introduction spills, you know, black people like our titles. But I'm, I'm really a, a serial entrepreneur. Um, I do a lot in the city. Right. I run my corporate wellness business where I set up 
uh, wellness contracts for different uh, corporations, government agencies, nonprofits. And that can look like me setting up fitness classes or yoga classes, meditation classes, seminars on wellness, lifestyle balance, nutritional guidance, um, where I have other instructors that work for me. And, and you know, the list, you know, it's probably some names I don't even want to say on the podcast, but it's, it's a long list of partners that we work with. And um, that has allowed me to be in a space where I'm in front of a lot of people, very influential people. And so I've been working on a number of different brands, becoming somewhat of a brand ambassador. I can say women. Um, I could say some other restaurant groups, some other clothing lines, and that's been really fruitful. And to have these brands have faith in me um, to promote them. And a lot of these brands speak to my ethos, which is wellness. And wellness for me is mind, body and community. And so um, aside of that, things I've been doing that are really exciting is that um, where my career is going right now as a black male, straight black male um, in the wellness industry is working with black men and men in general providing resources for men who, um, you know, and, and creating spaces for men to f- to feel vulnerable, to find brotherhood um, and explore their identity. Um, and so I've been hosting a lot of male led yoga classes and therapy talks and partnering with a lot of different individuals from healthcare professionals to therapists to just community organizers. Um, that's been very fruitful. And um, with all these things I'm doing, you know, it's been so much pouring of support. Uh, where I can get in front of hundreds of people at a time and teach classes and just connect people. Obviously, I've been hosting retreats around the world, too. And that's been really fun and, and explorative as well. Um, the list can keep really going on and on in terms of how many people I work with. And um, it goes back to this conversation I was having with you, Jackie. And I actually talked about this in my most recent male healing circle, is that as a man, many times I feel like my... And this is, this is a lot of reasons for this, and this could be a sociological thing on a grand scale, but also just my personal experience, me being Britt Daniels, is many times I don't feel like my value is, is, is affirmed unless I'm producing, unless I'm doing something, unless I'm, uh, I'm, I'm making, I'm creating, I'm providing. Um, I, it can be, right? And I think there's a lot of sociological reasons about what masculinity is. Oh, the man is a provider, the man is a protector. But when do men just get respected and valued for their existence in themselves, their character traits, just being a kind individual, kind human being? Um, and that's, that's, that's a difficult conversation, a very long conversation, you know, no clear answers in that. But um, in that process, I think I just saw this Drake speech about it. Drake said, um, I don't really celebrate myself. And all the success I have gotten is really this questioning of if I stop to celebrate myself, would I slow down and lose it all, this fear of losing it all, right? But that's, yes, you got all these material success, all this accumulation, all this recognition and everything. But when do you stop to smell your flowers and say, man, you did it, you have impacted lives, simply being who you are in a room affects people and changes people. And it doesn't have to be any hubris or ego that goes into it. Because all of us are just functions, you know, in my spiritual terms, all of us are just functions of the universe. Or you can put it in other terms, function of God's will. And so whatever circumstances in life that you went through and your ability to communicate it to the community is a reflection of, the, of, of that divine, you know, trajectory. And so, um, but are you, are you taking time and space to say, dang, I did it, I'm doing it. It's okay, I can love myself from where I'm at. There's still more growth room to happen, but am I doing it? And in this process, Jackie, I can logically say that to you. 
I can clearly communicate that to you, but am I doing the self-work to own it, right? And that's something I'm working on. That's a practice, that's a cultivation that I have to constantly decouple all of the, what Lauren Hill said, the miseducation of Lauren Hill, the miseducation of, of what the world is and how perception should be and all these things and break it down. Like it's, it's a process. And so that's where I'm at right now. I mean, it's a process. I think that's a process for everybody. Um, you know, it's not just you. I have to constantly remind myself, like Jackie, sit down and enjoy where you are right now. So, um, you know, it's not just I and I don't want you to think like, oh, it's just you. Um, I am, you know, in the process. And, and I said this when, you know, I told you, like, stopping to smell my flowers, like I'm in the process of doing it. Because it is just like everything else in life, it is a journey. It is a journey um, to learn how to stop and smell those flowers. Because, like you said, in this industry where I'm at, for me, it's always I gotta, I gotta move, I gotta grind, I gotta, I gotta get it done. So, you know, it feels weird for me to say like, oh, you're not, you know, you're taking a break from getting or achieving the next goal. Like you're just going to sit and be present. My brain is always like, okay, what's next? How can we get to the next thing? How can we go there? So it is, a, it's not just you, it's a process. Um, Cause I'm in, I'm in that process now. I'm having to constantly remind myself, like you can breathe. It is okay. I, I appreciate you sharing that with me. Um, and it's consoling to hear. And I'm just happy and grateful. I have the language to even communicate this like I have it now. And that's one thing I learned when I go through my cycles where I feel up and then sometimes I feel down like, dang, I actually have a better way of communicating and recognizing this pattern than that last time so that I can adjust quicker next time. And also, you know what I'm saying? I'm very vocal. And yes, you may know from my social media about when I'm not feeling my best and not feeling shame about not feeling my best. I've realized sometimes you got, you know, I don't necessarily got to be careful. No, I, I can express myself when I want to. But some people kind of, in some ways, I personally feel will make you feel shame about expressing yourself. Like, I may be feeling down, but I'm going to get back up. <laughs> like, I'm going to get back up and I, I can recognize the pattern. And it's, it's, it's that, that authenticity expression is, I think, important. Yeah. And I think, you know, talking about we, we said we're going to talk about like the physical, um, you know, the career and then also the mental. But I think that's also very going into the mental. I think that's very important for your mental is being able to communicate like, hey, I'm not having a good day. I'm not having a good week. I'm not feeling it. You know, I ain't about to stay here, but I'm about to sit in my feelings for a minute. I'm about to acknowledge these feelings. I'm going to let these feelings feel and then I'm going to move on so I don't have to re-experience this. Um which is, a, which is something a lot of people don't do. They want to shame you and other people for actually saying like, hey, I'm not having a good day. Hey, I'm not feeling it today because they don't know how to communicate or they don't know how to sit with their feelings. Yeah, it's so in, in, in that aspect, it's, it's 365 is if, if you may be, you know, doing this or, you know, someone who, who, who's going through it. Um, I encourage you to hold space for people and recognize that their emotions are valid. And, um, you know, and, you know, also sometimes have faith in people. Right. So, um, you know, going into the mental, we already have already been in the mental talk, but, you know, Jackie, like, how are you feeling mentally now? Uh, emotionally, hot. It's, hot. it's hot in this. Yeah. Um, Love warming is crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm hot. I'm hot. No, um, mentally I'm okay. Um, like you said, just taking that time to really, if I'm not having a good day, being okay and open with saying I'm not having a good day and not feeling like I owe anything to anybody, um, 
not feeling like I have to show up for anybody. If I just don't feel like it, I just don't feel like it. And that has brought me so much peace um, mentally because I don't feel like I have to give myself all the time um, between. And we've we've said this before on a number of podcasts, you know, between being a trainer and being an instructor, like, you know, we're giving ourselves then and then from three, I mean, from 10 to three on air, five to six days out of the week, I'm giving myself to people. When I do events, I'm giving myself to people. It, it can be a lot um, mentally. So getting to the place now where I'm just like, if I don't want to do it, okay, it's, it's okay. And if I say no, it's fine. I don't, I don't owe nobody an explanation like, my mental, my sanity is important for me because I'm only as good to others as I am to myself. And because I do give myself a lot to others, I need to take some time to just, you know, zen and say, I'm not going to do it. So my mental has been, I know last year, oh, it was kind of, oh, baby, we all know. Um, but I'll, learning a lot here in Atlanta as I get older. And, and one of the things, one of the spaces that I'm in right now is, if I want to do it, I want to do it. If I don't feel like it, I just don't feel like it. I want to piggyback off that and just go a little bit deeper into what my own mental space is right now um, and where I think some of my needs and wants are at. Uh, one, I appreciate that so much. If I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. Big word, 365ers, boundaries, set boundaries. Tell people no. <laughs> no is self-love, right? No is a self-love tool. And um, I'm really big on that. I'm really proud of how I've cultivated that. I do work and I do a lot of things and I've been more strategic about how I, if I do things and it seems like a lot, I'm doing things that are gonna set something up for the long term where I can be automated in terms of my business. That's just business advice, right? Don't do things too much that are gonna trade dollars for hours and just lead to burnout. If you're gonna do things that are gonna put you in a little bit of a crucible, do it in a way that's gonna lead to a larger system, create systems. Um, smart people make systems and that's going to lead to longevity. Um, <laughs> I've been uh, recently, you may have seen on some of my social media posts, people be calling my phone, Jackie, without texting me first. I'll be furious. Don't call, don't, do not call my phone without texting me first. <laughs> this might be a millennial thing, but like, you gotta give me a heads up. I'm gonna let set boundaries with people on certain things. Um, that was a fun conversation, but to a more serious note, with all the things that I'm doing, being up here in Washington, D.C. by myself, coming from rock bottom, building all my businesses, um, I fluctuate between um, being a man walking in firm purpose and having no distractions to having personal needs and desires and relationships and bonding and, 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 and social anchors. You know me, Jackie, I'm an introvert. I don't like cocktail parties, but I can control a room full of 10,000 people. I can speak to 10,000 people, but put me in a cocktail party. I don't want to be there. Um, <laughs> uh, so sometimes creating really strong, genuine personal relationships where I'm my most vulnerable, my most fun, my most cheeseball self. I don't have so many opportunities for that because of when I'm really in grind mode, um, which is why, um, I, you know, I don't, I don't belong to the streets. I believe in relationships. I believe in love. Um, and <laughs> it's okay. You're not the other one. Okay. She out here. I'm not for the streets either. Now, if I have to be in the streets, if I got to be for the streets, I will be for the streets. She said, I can operate, but, <laughs> but I don't want to be out in the streets. Over a hundred percent. Um, I, I don't even feel operational. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I say all that to say right now I'm in a, in a, in a small season of my life where I'm doing all this work and I miss a social anchor. I miss somebody I can be my most vulnerable self with. Real stuff, I miss my mom. Like I miss hanging out with my mom. I rarely see my family. And so I just bought some tickets to go see them next week. But 
Um, it's it's important. We, again, we're talking about wellness. Wellness is mind, body, and social connection, and no one's really a, a, an island to themselves. And so, it's really important, I think, for people and I, I, for people who are listening to this right now. And if you don't have that, you know, what I'm saying, I pray for you, and I, I, I wish and hope that you can cultivate the space to find it. Uh, but it's important to have some of those social anchors in your life to, you know, what I'm saying, keep you ten toes down where you can be your best self. But, I think that's uh, yeah. a, a great lead into our what's your 365. I think throughout this entire conversation, um, we've talked about like the things that we're going through and the things that we need um, and opening up the space to to really recognize um, and acknowledge those things. Um, so 365ers, if you haven't taken a second to kind of just realize those things, well, where you are, what you need, what you want, this is the time to do that. Take some time to really assess where you are in life, your needs, your wants, um, so that you are living your 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 true your true most authentic self. Because if you if you don't know your needs, if you don't want your if you don't know your wants, if you don't set those boundaries, if you don't know that you need to set those boundaries, you're not being true to yourself. You're not being authentic to yourself. So I think this is a perfect time. You know, we're we're in third quarter right now. It's it's a great time to you know do some self evaluation and kind of see you know where you. Acknowledge those things that ain't working. Acknowledge the things that are working and figure out, you know, what's the next course? What's the next path that I need to be taking? Or is there a next path or course that you need to be taking? You may not need to do anything at all. But again, you won't know unless you do that self-checking with yourself. And there it is. Um, in the beautiful words of Erica Badu, just be aware. 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 That's all it is. <laughs> Never go wrong with Erica. 365ers, um, as always, find us on social media, Black Health 365. If you ever have anything that you want us to discuss or talk about, or even if you just need a space to, you know, just open up, like side in the DMs, chat with us, we'll chat back. Um, you know, we're here to help as much as we can because we're walking this thing called life together and we're not meant to do it by ourselves. So hit us up. Um, you can also find me on social media at Love Jackie Page. And you can find me on all social media platforms at ProfitFitness.life. As always, 365ers, it is your responsibility to be an advocate for your health. Peace, namaste, and love. Black Health 365 is an Urban One and Reach Media production hosted by Jackie Page and Britt Daniels, created by Samuel Tatum and Laura Lopez, executive produced by Brittany Jackson and Kadisha Campbell, editing and production, Jahi Whitehead, sales and corporate sponsorship, Patty Johnson.